back in with Crowned in His Glory. Kimberly here with you today. Welcome to the conversation. So thankful you're joining in it today. And we just know that the joy of the Lord is our strength today. We know that um, He is working in us. He is forming and and stretching us and teaching us and rebuilding us and allowing us to walk in His goodness, allowing us to walk in His joy. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I just want to get right into our subject of discussion today. And we have had the opportunity here um, over the, a couple of these different um, conversations to discuss the fruit of the spirit, <laughs> and um, we're we're just going to kind of look at at several of them, just have a discussion about them, and I pray that it takes you to the very um, throne of heaven, um, and that you would have a conversation with the Lord, that Holy Spirit would reveal. This is just this just little bitty bits, just crumbles of what is in the Word of God about the fruit of the Spirit, about what has been placed inside of you with the seed of of those very fruits as you were born again, as you were. Um, brought into the kingdom through Jesus Christ, and you be, he became your Lord and your Savior. Um, how, how you are reminded that, um, that seed was, was inside of you. And once that seed's inside of you, now it's just our responsibility to grow it, to tend to those the, those plants, amen, because each one of those fruit of the Spirit, um, they're plants that have been placed inside of us, and we must, must tend to them. We must make sure that um, we're watering them. We must make sure that we're keeping the weeds out of them. We want to make sure that that we have special times of fertilization and impartation. And those times come in the very throne of heaven. You know, it's one thing to be in a special meeting and to receive an impartation, but it's a totally different thing to go to the very presence and and chambers of heaven and say, okay, here I am. I'm asking you for an impartation. I'm asking for a revelation by the Holy Spirit. And believe me, those intimate um, impartations, man, (laughs) they're powerful. They're powerful. And so we're going to look here today at a couple of things when it comes to the very joy seed that was planted inside of you. And we're going to look at, and it may take me a couple of um, conversations with you to really get out what I have in my heart about this very seed, this precious seed, the the joy. Um, let me just say, joy is not a, a feeling. Now, it, it can bring about some uh, effects on our feelings, but the very seed of joy itself is not about an emotion. It actually is about a seed that was planted And that seed produces the very joy 
of our salvation, the very joy of being a daughter of the Most High, the very joy of knowing that we are crowned in His glory, that He has made us valuable with our own thumbprint. He has placed us as daughters of the Most High, seated us. He's seated us. He's placed us with Jesus at the right hand of the Father. And Jesus, because of the sacrifice that He paid for us, in that exchange, there is forever a sacrificial blood mercy seat that is before the Father. And you know what it's saying? It's saying they're innocent, 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 not guilty, not guilty. (laughs) And I don't know about you, but that very revelation right there stirs the joy seed that's been planted in me like nothing else. Not guilty, not guilty, innocent. You're innocent. You know, it doesn't matter what you've been through. It doesn't doesn't matter how a situation or a circumstance may have made you feel insecure, afraid, dirty, unclean, frustrated, just absolute hopeless. I'm here to tell you that the very joy of your salvation was planted when you became a child, a daughter of the Most High. That seed was planted. Wow, I hope you get that today. I really do, because that was just something that that just was stirred in me. The very joy, (laughs) the very joy of salvation was planted in us. Now, you may be saying, well, okay, so joy is not an emotion. Then what is joy? What is it? What does it look like? Well, does that mean that I have to be happy all the time? I don't feel happy all the time. Well, again, we're not moved by our feelings when it comes to joy. Joy is actually something that when that seed is placed inside of us, we know that happiness and gladness have been placed inside of us. Because, you know, joy, let's look at this here. Um, Joy, and I'm going to, in the Hebrewic, and I'm going to, I'm going to actually, um, just say what these are because I can't pronounce them correctly, but S-I-M-C-H-A-H and C-H-A-R-A, um, they're closely related to gladness and happiness. Although joy is more a state of being than an emotion. It's a result of a choice. Okay. Ha, we choose it. We choose joy. We choose joy. We choose joy. And I'm going to say that again. We choose joy. What does that mean? That means we say, okay, Holy Spirit, I am asking for your help because, Father, because of what Jesus did, I choose joy. 
I do not choose to look at my circumstance. I do not choose to look at the way that I feel right now. I choose joy. I choose it because I know that it's part of the fruit of the Spirit that were placed inside of me when I was reborn into the kingdom of heaven. Now, is that an awesome thing that we can actually look at a situation and we can look at it and we could say, I'm going to choose joy over you. And you know, we have to a lot of times just make that decision, make that action, make that declaration, because if you if you knew me um, and, and my guys would probably sometimes they would just laugh at me because sometimes I answer, I answer thoughts and I answer circumstances and situations. I, I will, you know, say the enemy wants to put a situation, circumstance, a, a news, or, a, you know, I've heard some news and my joy wants to go out the window. My peace wants to go out the window. My, my love wants to go out the window. I'm just like, my emotions are all over the place. I can look and I can declare out of my mouth because that's how I activate. That's how I, I put into action. Our words actually have molecular um, makeup. So when we choose to speak, that's why the, the scripture says life and death is in the power of the tongue. So if we're choosing emotion all the time and we're speaking emotion, how I feel, how I feel, how I feel, this is making me feel this way. This is, I feel this way about this. You know, we're, we're constantly speaking those things instead of speaking the word and the foundations of the truth. The fruit of the spirit, if we're speaking, if we're focused, we're mindful. And I say focused, we're more mindful. Does it mean that we get it right every time? No. But again, I'm going to remind you, the ultimate goal is that we're pressing, like scripture says, we're pressing towards the mark of the high calling. In other words, just it's, it's, it's our, our, our bullseye. It's our target. It's what we're aiming for. So if we're aiming for the fruit of the spirit and the manifestation of the fruit of the spirit in our life, it means we've got to choose the fruit of the spirit. We've got to speak the fruit of the spirit. We've got to take every thought that would be contrary to the fruit of the Spirit and bring those thoughts back into the obedience of the Word of God and the fruit of the Spirit. It takes work. It takes it, it takes work. Oh my goodness, does it take work? It does. But it it's easier for aiming at a certain place. You know, um, I love this illustration. And, um, you know, when... When we were teaching the boys to um, ride their bike, you know, um, Sam Sam was one that he um, he he had really well. Dan Dan had no fear, so he was the one that would ride his bike off of ramps and and that kind of stuff. Now Sam did that to a degree, but not quite as much. 
But Samuel had a really good balance. And when he first started riding a bike, we had to, because he, he wanted to take the handlebars and put his hands on it, and he wanted to look at the turning of the wheel. He, he thought it was cool, the, the, the wheel of the bike. He, he liked to look at it. And so he would kind of focus on it, and then all of a sudden he'd be falling over. And we had to say, no, 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 no. Don't look at, don't look at the bike. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, it's really neat how the wheel turns and the spokes and everything. But don't focus on that. You've got to actually take your head and you've got to look up and you've got to look at where you're going. Don't look like three feet in front of you. No, look, aim at where you're going. Like if you're going to the end of the street, aim at the end of the street because You'll ride that bike and you'll stay, you'll stay upright. You won't fall down if you're looking at where you're going. So we must do the same thing. We must look at where we're going. And what does that mean? That may mean taking scripture and putting it all over your house. That may mean putting it on your phone, putting it in your car. That may mean taking time to to, to to declare it in different parts of your house. Now, I did this for many years and, and still do, you know, because um, to me, our home, our garden was very important. And scripture says that, that Adam and Eve were to tend to the garden. They were to care for it. And so we're to care for our garden, the garden of our home, not only our natural home, our, our temple, our bodies, but our surroundings, our home. And, and so, um, they say, you know, it's been said, let me just say it that way. It's been said, I've heard it many times over my life that the women are the keeper of the home. Well, okay. So that does not just mean we are to pick up and clean the home. No, it means that we help maintain a balance in our home between our husbands, who are the head of the home, but underneath them working in partnership. And I say underneath them because that means that we're under their protection. But when when we are working to with our husbands and we are working with our children to keep our home, that means we're keeping an atmosphere. And so there may have been, and I'm still talking about joy because this sets a a pace. If you have crazy television going all the time, or you have news all the time, if you have um, gaming systems going all the time, those things are going to affect your garden. And you may say, well, okay, they're going to affect my garden, but that's just, I don't have a choice. Well, you can have a choice by just setting pace, even if you have to do it when no one else is around, when your husband's gone to work and your your kids are off at school, turn up the praise and worship music and clean away or do the projects that you need to do. Um, maybe you are Maybe you work from home and you can put in a a headphone that has praise and worship music. Do whatever you can to tend to that garden and set 
the the spiritual atmosphere of peace, love, and joy. You know, when it comes to joy, again, when it comes to joy, it really is something that, again, it's a choice. And so no matter what you're faced with, you can choose to look at God's happiness, God's way, God's victory, God's praise. You know, those are just some of the things that that allow us to focus. It, here's an instance, because you may be saying, well, Kim, all of that, that's kind of, I don't know what all you're saying there. Well, this is what I'm saying. You have a situation that happens. And maybe it's a situation that has happened several times. Maybe it's a pattern. And you don't like that pattern. In fact, every time you see that pattern or feel that pattern or that pattern goes into play in your home, it's almost like you just almost get just a gut ache because you just don't like it. Well, how do you how do you handle that? How do you take the the steps to change that? Well, number one, you make the step on the inside to not lose your peace and joy. And you make the decision on the inside that no matter what, you're going to walk in God's love. You're going to see the situation through God's eyes. Yeah, that's that's so important. And you're going to not lose your joy and your peace on the inside. So it doesn't matter what's going on again around you. This is the other side of this. It doesn't matter what what is going on on the inside uh, on the outside you're not going to let it get on the inside it doesn't matter what's going on all around you you're not going to let it get on the inside of you that's the choice that's the choosing the fruit of the spirit and allowing the fruit of the spirit to grow so this situation happens and it happens again and you just say, I'm not engaging in this. Even in your heart, just make a de- declaration. Even in the midst of it happening, I'm not engaging in this. I'm not going to get involved in this with my words. I'm not going to get involved with my heart in this. I'm going to stay in the fruit of the Spirit. And within yourself, Begin to just declare, Father, I thank you. I have the fruit of the Spirit. I thank you. I walk in the fruit of the Spirit. I thank you that my home is a garden and that the fruit of the Spirit, they're in full manifestation in this garden. I speak peace to this situation. I speak joy to arise in this situation. I choose God to be right, and I choose His love to be manifested right now in this situation. Now, that means you may have to walk away from a conversation, if you can, go to the bathroom, declare those things. It may mean that you you, let's say your kids, this has to do with your kids, and there is a situation that they they begin to banter back and forth. Well, number one, you can say, 
we're not going to speak that way here any longer. We're going to choose the fruit of the Spirit in our home. So you may go here and you may go here, and we're going to keep our peace. We're going to keep our joy, and we are going to walk in God's love. That means we're, we're going to speak kindly to one another. Now, that it means you not not getting upset that once again they're having this bickering. No, you stop the bickering. You do not allow it. You you separate them. Maybe not even out of out of each other's presence, but you separate them in the same room. This is what I did. I separated them in in the room. And here's the thing is if you make a decision to stay in joy, even in your parenting, my goodness, it will make a difference because your kids will look like, wow, mom's not, mom, mom's not losing uh, her peace. Mom's, mom's staying in joy. She's, she's instructing us in the way of the Lord with joy. That's, that's kind of different. Wow. Things are different. Well, that's how we walk in the fruit of the Spirit. That's how we train ourselves to continue to maintain a, pl- a place of happiness and gladness because we should be the happiest with our family. We should walk in the most gladness in our home. It should not be a place of sadness. It should not be a place of of chaos. And it should always be a place of peace. But we have to cultivate that garden. And, you know, um, I've kind of got into a little bit of a different direction today than I thought I was going to go. So I definitely will be picking this back up um, because I wanted to get into some scriptures. But I will um, I will just take um, this last minute and I want to read Psalms 119, 162 and in our next discussion, we're going to go back and we're going to do some foundation at the beginning of Psalms 119. We're going to talk about Sarah um, and receiving the promise. And we, we just got a lot to talk about when it comes to joy. And so here's here's Psalms 119, 162 verse. And I would just encourage you to ask the Holy Spirit today. Holy Spirit, help me maintain a place of joy, the very fruit of the Spirit, not the emotional joy, but the actual state of being, that place of being, that place of choice, not an emotional up and down, but just a place, a foundational place to live my life from. So here's Psalms 119. I rejoice at thy word as one that findeth great spoil. (laughs) When we find the very fruit of the Spirit, when it comes to joy, we find great spoil. I rejoice at your word. This is the Amplified. I rejoice at your word as one who finds great spoil. 
Hallelujah. When we find that great spoil, man, hallelujah. And then the TLB says, I rejoice in your laws like one who finds a great treasure. So when we find the very fruit of the spirit that's been placed inside of us, like we've talked about, when we when we find that and we begin to mature that seed and it grows into a great fruit bearing bearing plant seed that comes into full manifestation we find great treasure now here's the the message translation I like this one, too. It says, I'm ecstatic over what you say, like one who strikes it rich. (laughs) Woo! I think I'm going to leave you with that today. Man, we are finding great richness. We were striking it rich when we choose joy, when we choose to live In the place of joy, not the emotion of joy. And there's so much more to say about this because joy, when we're in that place, great praise comes forth, great revelation comes forth. Great, I mean, they they say um, that, you know, they used to several years ago, there was this huge thing um, about laughing and you could go to a clinic and or, or a, a um, yeah, it was a clinic and, and you would, they would put you into these, these classes or these rooms and there would be great joy that would come. They would, they make you laugh. And as they make you laugh, they say healing, healing, natural healing things are, it, it works in your body. Healing works in your body when there's great joy. Now, again, we've talked about the atmosphere of our home. Do what you can do to set the atmosphere. And above that, just make a decision. I'm going to be full of the fruit of joy. I'm going to choose that. I'm going to I'm going to make that just my habitation. Joy is here. Not stress, not anger, not fear. And you know, when we begin to focus on joy and we laugh and we find things that are that bring us pleasure, Boy, oh boy, we tap into a new place of His goodness, of His faithfulness, of His manifested presence. Yeah, joy, the fruit of the Spirit that is joy, is His manifested presence. Because the Scripture says that with joy, Jesus endured the cross. So that means that there was an exchange for my joy. There was an exchange that he took for my joy. 
and maybe you've gone through one of the hardest seasons. Maybe there there is so much pain and there is so much um, just it just you just um, uh, just a, a painful, painful time. And you go, you don't understand my pain. You don't understand just the very depression, the very loss, the very hopelessness that I have walked in or that I'm walking in even today. Well, let me just say, may the very joy that Jesus chose with joy, he endured. And he endured every bit so that you could walk free today from that place of depression, that place of hurt and pain. And you say, well, how do I get there? How do I, how, how do, I do that? You don't know the, the thoughts. You don't know the experience. Well, let me tell you, if you just simply say, okay, God, Father, I'm right here. And I'm before you. And I am looking. I'm looking to see what Jesus did for me. And I see that he did so much. He wants me free. Holy Spirit, help me release this and do a work within me so that I can be free, so that I can walk in victory. And I don't have to live in this pain. I don't have to live in this depression. I don't have to live in this place of anxiety and fear and memory. I don't have to. There can be no pain associated with this anymore. I see it. I desire it. Holy Spirit, do the work in me. And you know, when we choose that, when we are humble before, when we are humble before our God, and we just express, it's, it's a communication, it's a conversation. All he's looking for is a conversation and our heart. He wants us free. He wants us to walk in victory and in his joy. So thank you for taking the time today. And I pray over you. I pray that the revelation of the words that we talked about today come into full manifestation and you walk in great victory. Your tree, the very seed of joy and that, that the joy tree that's in your life, that it grows into great, healthy maturity and it bears much fruit. So remember, you're loved. 
Remember, He created you, and He wants you to walk in great joy. So thank you for joining me today. I pray that um, this did minister to you and that you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. If you would like, you can contact me at Spellman Ministries at gmail.com. You can give me a message there on our Facebook um, I would or Instagram. I would really enjoy hearing how God is richly blessing you and you're seeing much fruit.